Welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about dodgy publicans. Felix, uh, you were barred from your local by a dodgy publican, is that right? Hi Dave, yeah, yeah, I was. I've been drinking in that pub for uh, 20 years now. 20 uh, years, 20, oh my goodness. 20 years, and I would say probably about maybe three or four times a week, you know. Uh, wh- how many pints would you have? I would probably have about... Uh, Three pints during the weekdays, and yeah. maybe when with the weekends, I'd up it a little bit. Uh, maybe seven or eight pints. I would say maybe fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen in a night. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm Dave. I'm no, talking about the weekends. Yeah, the I'm weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Fridays, Saturdays, Sunday afternoons. Sure, Harvard, sure. You know, sure. No judgment, and that's a lot of money you've been spending for twenty years. So you've poured a lot of money into this. What's the name of the pub? The pub is. Uh, it's called um, uh, Barracks. Uh, barracks yeah 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 it's it's actually it's a pub that's inside uh the army barracks okay right i didn't know you were allowed to um go into the uh, you're barracks. not as a civilian but uh oh, you're a military man no absolutely not okay but, uh, uh i had i had an uncle who was and, oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah get yeah. you in the door yeah and um, so why were you barred by this dodgy publican then well well i mean this the, the publican in question obviously he's, a, he's an army man and yeah. um there's there's certain things that they don't accept uh under premises um for example um Threats of war. Oh, were you threatened to war? Did you? I, I he affronted uh, me of a Tuesday evening when mm-hmm. I was uh, just having a few pints trying to watch the game. Three or four, and yeah. I, 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 in a moment of uh, no, I was only messing. Dave, you have to understand. I was yeah, messing, yeah. and I told him as much. I told him I was joking with him, and I said that I was going to launch jihad upon them. And right. uh, he he didn't take it uh, very well at all. And uh, jihad. Now that's a holy war, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, by dictionary definition, I think it is actually. Uh, why, war, yeah. why were you declaring the jihad on on the on the military there on the on the in the barracks? Because the snooker was on. Yeah. He kept standing in the way of the television. Mm-hmm. I asked him to move many times. He kept saying things to me. Why are you here? Are you in the army? Are you in any way involved with the Irish Armed Services? Yeah. And I said no. You know my you know my uncle. Um, he didn't know my uncle actually. Well, my my, my uncle uh, he he died um, he he died on peacekeeping mission in Chad a couple of years ago. But, okay. Uh, uh, so really, I mean, I suppose at this stage my connection was tenuous. But the fact of the matter was that the snooker was on, and he was being quite bolshy with me. And and uh, but why a holy war specifically? Because the rest of it makes perfect sense. Dave, I, it was ju- it just came out of the top of my head, and I said it to him, okay. and the words were out, and then I realized you couldn't take it back. I was surrounded by soldiers. Um, uh, all none of them had guns, obviously, because they're all off duty. They're just having a few, having a few uh, pints in the barracks, you know. Yeah, guns and pints don't mix generally. No, well, I had a gun, but uh, none of the. You had a gun. Did. What were you doing with a gun? Well, I figured that I needed to have a gun while I was going drinking in the barracks in order to kind of lull them into thinking that I was indeed a, a, yes, a certified a army man. You know, man right, you know right, what I mean? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, when when you kicked off this jihad, then you were in. You had the advantage because you you were the only one that was armed. I had a gun. I I I, I trained it on him. Uh, the barman slash uh, soldier. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what his rank was. Uh, rank of being a dickhead. Now, if you ask me, to be honest. <laughs> okay, wait. He is going to join us to have his say in a minute, so you might want to watch your words. Uh, you trained the gun on him, and then what happened? Um, well, I didn't train it. I just kind of, I kind of waved it in a kind of gesticulating way. You know, I was trying to make my point. You know what I mean? I only came in for a couple of quite pints in the evening. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've sank uh, 
uh, thousands, maybe even millions of euros into that place yeah. o- over the years. Probably not millions, but yeah. Probably, well, the, the points are cheap. It's why I drink there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You, you well, could, certainly thousands, you know. Uh, well, at least thousands, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and, yeah. Uh, you know, I just kind of felt like I was part of the furniture at this point today. Yeah, no, fair uh, enough. And many, for many, many years, they have believed me to be a, be a military man because yeah. they see me coming in with a gun. And a uniform? And I also, I wear kind of, you know, uh, camo gear. Camo gear, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Not the exact same uh, stuff, but stuff that kind of looks like it, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, kind, yeah. Of, kind of a, I suppose it'd have like a one of these, G. one G. of these and lads who'd head off to Ukraine. He's not really in the army, not, but he's got, he's got some stuff out of the Dave, that army is reserves. Me. That is me to a T. Right, okay, great. Well, listen, I want to bring in um, the publican in question, Major Lee Moody. Um, Major, uh, why did... Well, what's your take on this? Why did you bar this man who's been a, a, a regular loyal customer for 20 years? Well, Dave, to be perfectly honest with you now, um, Felix hasn't paid a tab in, in my pub for at least 13 years. Oh, right. Okay. He, did, he left that out. Yes. So he hasn't paid for a drink in 13 years. Unless somebody else is buying them for him. Right. So this... this thread of jihad was the straw that broke the camel's back type thing or it it really was now he's scraping the bottom of the keg here right yeah you want to hear the things that this geezer comes out with Dave you couldn't write it yeah yeah and screaming and shouting people blocking the telly he doesn't even understand snooker. It was the same with the darts tournament. Right. He hasn't a notion. What do you mean he doesn't understand it? He, he's screaming and shouting at the television. Sure, yeah. he doesn't even understand the game. The rules, like. He doesn't understand. Just using any opportunity. Kicking, screaming, throwing pints all over the place. I, I've had it. He got one camo jacket and army bargains in 1995. Yeah. And he hasn't shut up. About the war ever since. Yeah. Saw a full metal jacket once. Right. He's been on opiates ever since. I've seen that from twice, actually. Okay, well, Felix, you you left out this. You haven't paid for a pint in 13 years. And, you, you know, it sounds like you've been causing trouble in this place for a long time. I, I haven't... I haven't been causing trouble. If anything, uh, much like my uncle before me, I I see myself as being kind of a bit, bit of a peacekeeper. You know what I mean? Uh, I. Well, what, I, what about not paying for your pints? Well, it was on my uncle's tab, I thought. Yeah, but he's dead. Yeah, oh, he's he's been dead a good long while now. Yes, yeah. I, I kind of thought that was uh, you know you know. Uh, uh, oh, uh, like a pension. Uh, almost like a pension, I suppose. But I just thought you know, like for the family, you know, if, yeah. if you're a soldier who dies, your family can can drink in yeah. the barracks yeah. all the time. A family Every pension. Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that not the case, Major? No, it certainly isn't. Well, Dave. It sounds very reasonable to me. Felix, you know, he's he's one of these characters in the town. He's been knocking around for a really long time. And I mistakenly... Uh, uh, hang on now, Major. His uncle uh, gave his life... Was, did he die over in Chad, was it? He died in Chad, yeah. He yeah, gave he his died. life during, during for, a, this, for this country. During a, a peacekeeping mission. In a yeah, peacekeeping yeah, 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 yeah. mission. He, he, oh, that's is what Felix, Felix will tell you. Is, that, is he not entitled to a few uh, pints? He's entitled to a few pints, like everybody else. But I tell you what, he's not entitled to. Right. Upending my pub and waging war against paying customers. Mm. Other elderly people in in the area yeah. that are just in for a quiet car free yeah. and a few shandies. You know, you did wave a gun around, uh, Felix. Um, it was an army pub, Dave. I just thought I was getting into spirit. Yeah, things, yeah. Know? Do people still drink shandies? I feel like I haven't heard I've heard about a shandy in a morning. Have they, you? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do, and actually, they're quite nice. Yeah. Very fizzy. 
Yeah, a, lar- a larger shot. Yeah, I feel like I haven't heard anyone mention drinking a shandy uh, since kind of the early 90s. Uh, yeah, so I suppose. Takes me back, takes very, me back. Very big on the, the army scene, Dave, you know. Oh, boys, yeah. But boys, boys be, you know, they'd be clocking off work and they need to hop into their tank and drive home. And, yes, you know, you couldn't yeah. really be too... That's true. Uh, 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 too fluter doing yeah, it, Yeah, you know? yeah, you'd have three or four shandies and you'd, you'd be able to drive the tank home, all right. You know yourself, David, just, just, just army culture, you know. That's yes, just, yeah. Well, look, guys, it doesn't feel like we're getting any closer to a solution here uh felix it sounds like you're not going to get back into the into the army barracks do you have somewhere else you can drink i'm barred from every other pub in town dave that's why the, the barracks was been my last recourse for the yeah, last you know, 15, 20 years. yeah see that does make me think that maybe you are the problem here you know if you're getting barred from that many pubs dave why would i a simple drinking man cause trouble in uh, an army barracks bar of all places. Surely that'd be the last place I'd try and kick off. Well, it, it, you would think, but then you did declare jihad on everyone, so... It was, it was just a term of... I know, I know, but it doesn't it doesn't sound good for getting you back in there. Major, what if he paid off his 13-year tab? Would that get him back in? Well, you know, I've always admired his carefree spirit and his can-do attitude. You know, you have to hand it to him, Dave. His imagination is off the bloody charts. Yeah. I, I would be willing... Okay. To let half of the tab go, maybe. And Felix, maybe you could do a bit of security on the door or something. You don't have to ask me twice. Well, he's got the gun, so that's yeah. that's a help. We could swap the gun out for a pool cue or something. Okay, we, well, look. We could talk. The that's gun, great. The gun isn't even real, it's actually. It's a replica. They wouldn't give me a Bloody well, glad to yeah, hear Yeah, same here. Um, that's great, guys. Look, this is what the show's all about, bringing people back together. So thank you both for phoning it in. Uh, I'm going to move on to another caller now. Um... Brian is on the line. Brian, your dad is a publican and you think he's putting something in the pints. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's hard for me to talk about. Um, I come from a long line of publicans. We have a very proud tradition. Um, uh, but just recently, I'm noticing an, an just a lot of people are kind of dropping to their knees and, and passing out. After they have a pint? After they have a pint, specifically, like, yeah. And I just, you know... Just one pint or... A sip, a really, sip. Dave, if I'm to be totally honest. So yeah. they take a sip, they drop to the knees and they pass out. Yeah, and look, I know, look, I'm not an idiot. Every bar has a certain mortality rate and that's part of the business. You know, I'm, I'm not a fool. But you know, alcohol's are, a dangerous drug. It is, it is. But a sip, Dave, do you know, and I'm starting to think... Um, Wait, are these people dying? They they are dying, so Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, sip. when I say drop to the knees, uh, and dying, I, I thought Dave. you meant yeah, yeah, um, just yeah. it was maybe knocking the out. Yeah, and it's starting to draw. I mean, you should see the TripAdvisor reviews. Like we're, we're oh, yeah. way down the charts. Imagine, we were never that imagine. high, Dave, but we we were we were in the mix. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, but beforehand, the, was it like uh, some uh, people liked it, some people didn't? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of like yeah, my Coors Light had had a match. It, floating in it, yeah, yeah, that's you not know, great. And it was always the course line as well. I don't know. That Look, would have been one of the negative reviews. That would have been one of the middling reviews. The <laughs> negative ones, uh, the negative ones, generally kind of were, were fairly litigious, Dave. So I, you know, oh, are they still actively in court? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We, that's we another won't, thing. We won't, we won't, that's uh, we won't get uh, mired in that. Yeah. Let's go back to the deaths. How many people have died drinking pints? Would you say seven? Oh, okay, I that's I mean it's not great, but it's that was, not that was last night, Dave. Oh, you know, okay. Uh, which was weird. Like there were seven corpses taken out. Yeah. I, I think we had about five in the pub. So it's, I, I don't know what's happening. To right. be honest, I have seen my father um, out the back uh, with the kegs kind of soldered open. Okay, and he's got a big spoon and he's kind <laughs> like of menacingly kind of, yeah, 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 and he's kind of cackling and. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't it, sound 
good for uh, him. He started printing stuff out about um, Beelzebub. Right. And how to kind of summon him. Uh, yeah, he's one of the, the lords of hell. He would be like the a, main, the ma- one of the big demon. Yeah, the big head. He's high up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. he's trying to summon him. Look, this is what I can gather. Um, so he's been putting stuff, uh, these these kind of bags, these black bags of um, of different, uh, what would you say, I suppose, different kind of what looks uh, like salt. Oh, okay. It could be anything. Uh, yeah, like poison. Um, or... Yeah, and there is just, there's kind of a blue light emitting from it. From the kind salt, of pushing people off as well, or from the pints, from the concoction that he's putting together, and then what yes. he does is he kind of funnels it back in into the lines, yeah, yeah, yeah. into uh, into the bulmers actually, yeah, yeah. So it's what it's, it's only the bulmers. Uh, it's it's the bulmers so far. Okay, yeah. Anyone right. who has a bulmers is is generally biting the dust. Um, right. And so when you said that there were seven people died last night, the, everyone in the pub. Had had drank bulmers. Everyone had. I, I look. I'll actually talk it through, Dave. So what? Because he said only is, five came in, but seven. I know were seven were actually. Yeah. So yeah. um, I mean, it's possible that they. Uh, I tell you what happens. They, they have a sip of the pint, and next thing, their eyes kind of roll to the back of their heads, and yeah. they they say stuff like, you know, um, uh, prepare for the coming of the dark lord. Okay. He yeah. will rise again. Okay. He will have vengeance. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff, and then it kind of goes into a kind of a speaking tongues. Might be Latin. I don't know, Dave. Um, I only did the junior, but um, uh, essentially, uh, then they drop to the floor, and a kind of a black liquid emits from them. And uh, some of them will actually run around, uh, kind of very, very quickly mm-hmm. at speeds that no human should really uh, oh, okay. be at, and they might bite you. They have bitten me, right? Um, and they wouldn't normally do that. No, 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 no they wouldn't. That that would be very unusual for your I mean, maybe, regular customers or whatever. Yeah, well, Darren might do that sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's his own thing. How, how are the bites looking, Brian? Septic. Yeah, septic and and pulsating. Have you have you gotten any treatment on those? Or? I've lost a leg, Dave. Sorry, I I, right. I, I feel like I, I should have said it up front. It it has gotten to a very bad place. I have lost a leg. Um, the doctor said that, that you know it was the only way that my whole body might uh, be salvageable, but it's it's kind of growing. Uh, my 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 thigh now is black. Yeah, uh, I have had thoughts about the Dark Lord, uh, positive ones, and um, you think that's related to the bites? Yeah, no, I think it's good. He's coming back, Dave. To be honest, okay, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, he's going to do, do what's do a he going to do? Stuff. I mean, I think he's going to just generally better the place. He's definitely going to make the pub nicer. He might. Do a bit of renovation, right? Um, he will, he will, he will kill the non-believers, which mm. I think is good. Um, and he'll, he'll probably, um, he'll, he'll probably destroy this, this corrupt uh, society. Yeah, yeah, heathens. reign of yeah. terror. Yeah, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, the skies yeah. will blacken. So I'm pretty pro Beelzebub at this moment. Okay, I mean, well, ask look- me later, but uh, right now, I think he's a great asset. Okay, well, let's get Pat, your dad, on the line. Um. Pat, what do you say about this? Um, this was a bit worrying for some of our listeners. Uh, Yelzebub and yeah, uh, Dave. Yeah, no, I think you know there might be a bit of a, a bit of a wrong end of the stick, really, with it. To be honest, it's it's just a it's a, it's a little uh, cross promotional thing that we're trying out. The the the, the good folks at, at Bulmers really saw a market for uh, you know Satanists who like cider. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. What they've been doing is kind of piloting this whole uh, this whole new uh, brand called uh, Beelzebulmers. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been trying it out in the pub for, uh, you know, the last uh, last week or so. And yes, unfortunately, uh, some people have died. Some people, all the people? Not all. 
just okay. those whose souls are not uh, strong enough right. to take the coming of the Dark Lord. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so this is a promotion from Bulmers. Um, is is Beelzebub, is he going to return? Is that part of the deal? That's yeah. That's very much the uh, the end game. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah. not really about selling a load of cy- cider to it, Satanists. It's about selling cider to Satanists, but it's right. also about you know creating the kind of uh, you know fun interactive atmosphere that will facilitate the return of the Dark Lord. I know what you mean. It's 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 like one of these experiential marketing campaigns. You walk in a Ouija boards, people yeah. running around it uh, yeah, yeah. at the highest speeds you could ever imagine. Yeah, um, your son mentioned that. Uh, right, yeah. Parts of their body. That's just, fun, yeah. Just, you know, just completely disintegrating. <laughs> absolute... Uh, it sounds bad, like a hoot. Bad crack it uh, sounds you know. like uh, it would be great around Halloween. Is there any particular reason they decide to do it this time of year? Um, well, this is cider drinking weather, Dave, as, That's as, true. as you well yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah, we figured, yeah. you know, um, Halloween, it's, it's uh, you know, it's a little... Uh, it's saturated. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's a bit done. And yeah. we just kind of feel like there's, there's room for the Dark Lord... In every season. Of yeah, no, that's true. That's fair. Um, and I suppose you, you guys, you've been facing competition from Orchard Thieves since they came into the market, you'd know. Oh, I, 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 absolutely. And, you know, like, uh, I, I feel that, uh, you know, they're, they're uh, presenting this very kind of sanitized, um, almost, you know, uh, very Christian. And as you, as you probably know yourself, Dave, most of Orchard Thieves funding um, comes from evangelical groups in the United States. Is that States. right? Yes, yes, uh, yes. So, I what, did wonder why you'd see the, the priest uh, blessing the vans as they yeah. come out of the brewery. Uh, always, always. And, it's it's um, holy cider. I don't know if you've been to a, to, been to a church anything recently, but, you know... Uh, I try to avoid them. Well, well... When the, the wine that the, yeah. the, the priest would drink, uh, not wine, just orchard thieves. Orchard thieves, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. They've cornered that market. They have so we're kind of cornering the market, I suppose, for um, evil satanists who just love a bit of cider in the summer. Evil and absolute uh, sheer bloody-minded evil. Okay, well, listen, um, it's great to hear that this kind of stuff is going on. I love a cider myself, a big cider fan. So um, just before we wrap up, do you want to address the match that was floating in the Coors Light or? That staff member has been has been taken early. care of. Uh, I, I would go as far as to say um, became part of the brew, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Fell in the bath, <laughs> uh, had a little had a little accident, Dave. I'll steer clear. It of the won't course. happen again, I promise. I'll steer clear of the course light if I come in. Okay, guys, great to talk to you. Uh, excited to to try the Bialza Bulmers. Uh, thanks so much for phoning it in. I'm going to move on to some other callers now. Um, Dominic, your collection of medieval weapons has gone missing. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, Dave. What what, what weapons are we talking about here? I'm talking about a little uh, Swiss army knife. I'm talking about mm. a jigsaw. I'm talking about a bodkin. And I'm talking about a carpet trimmer. Some of those don't sound very medieval to me. Well, were you there? No, no, but I mean, uh, Swiss the Swiss Army knife, is that what you said? Yeah. I, I don't know if the Swiss Army was around uh, in mid- medieval times, or, or, or if they had jigsaws. Well, these are like home-fashioned. Uh, oh, I you know understand what, I mean? what you mean. This is a sort of medieval equivalent. Terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. Sorry, I, sorry. If I start lashing uh, around their real names, your head will explode. Yeah, no, fair enough. Thanks for that, Dominic. So the medieval Swiss army knife, what what, what, what has it got on it? Tiny little mace. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. actually mad cute. Yeah. And uh, then a little uh, thing what pops out. And uh, it's like a, a minuscule little uh, chain mail vest. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the size for a mouse. For you a take mouse. it and then you unravel it and you unravel it and you unravel it and you unravel it and then you put it on. Oh, and it does fit a person? Yeah. Oh, right. So it's like it, one of those shopping bags up. that wraps down real yes. small. Yes. Well, their technology was, uh, was, was, was better than we give them credit for. Yeah. Okay, right. so you had this amazing collection of medieval weapons. Um, any idea where it might have gone or who might have taken it? I put it in a little hidey hole uh, in right. the gaff and uh, there's no way on God's green earth that anyone else would have been able to find it mm. except for one person. Who's that? Me brother. Right, so you think your brother might have taken them? Mm-hmm. What's his name? His name is Joe. Joe. Why would Joe have taken your medieval weapons, do you think? Jealousy. Mm. Um, unresolved trauma. From... Childhood. <laughs> what happened to childhood? Sorry, Where I don't know. I'm laughing. From. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. You just mean general kind of trauma, like um... yeah. He's off his bracket, Dave, and he's <laughs> always he's always been so jealous of my uh, of my um, my arsenal. Yeah. And uh, he was always trying to uh, get at me things, get at me merch. And uh, like I know damn well he's probably probably doing something weird with them on Facebook Live or one of them. It's yeah. all attention seeking. Okay, well, let's get him on the line, Joe. Uh, How's it going, Dave? Joe, did you steal uh, Dominic's weapons? No, of course not. I have no interest whatsoever in the the, the whatever the, the the mad shit that she's coming out. The the, the point is, um, I, she's always been jealous. Your of brother it. Dominic. Yeah, yeah. My, my brother Tom, I call her she. She's, yeah, it, it's just a thing we do. Oh, okay. To be fair, it's just affectionate. To, just to wind them up. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Absolutely. The the reality is, uh, he's just jealous that my. Uh, I, I have a passion that I was doing way before the medieval, the bespoke medieval jewellery or whatever she they call it. Um, I do Renaissance jumpers. Right. And she's always, she just got, got it into her head that uh, she was going to take a rival historical period and do something that was uh, equally incongruous right. uh, with it. Uh, but my Renaissance jumpers sell for uh, millions online. So these are actual jumpers that were made during the Renaissance? Uh, well, not no, because they didn't have jumpers back then, Dave. But they're, they're more jumpers that have Renaissance things on them. Okay, like what? Like an old painting with good understanding of the anatomy, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, like mead to drink, yeah, is, yeah. Is soaked into the fibres, yeah, yeah. Um, not the county, no, not the county, no, that because that was, the mead was only invented in the Gothic period, right? Of course. Um, what else do you have? Uh, kind of old lutes and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. And uh, those sound kind of, great. Where where can I get those? They're they're online. They're on. Um, renaissancejumpers.org.uk okay dot or just the letter or just the letter or yeah because there was another unusual. one I had to okay. yeah, 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 yeah 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 you got to stick a few extra yeah. dots on but I have no intention of stealing any kind of Swiss army knife bollocks that uh, that he's putting together and frankly I find the whole thing really weird did, you, did, did he tell you about the little mouse chainmail thing yeah but it rolls out and then it fits over a person yeah that's disgusting I've seen that I've seen a tutorial she puts up how you use them and the mouse was very unhappy uh, and everyone who saw that video got sick got sick <laughs> Right. No, they didn't. Dominic, they did. They got sick in their mouth. Dominic, your your brother, 
your brother Joe is vehemently denying that he had anything to do with stealing your weapons. Is it possible that someone else took them? I highly doubt it, Dave. Do you think you could believe somebody that talks with that filth coming out of their mouth? He wouldn't know Leonardo da Vinci if if he came up behind them and fucking brutalised them. Right. He wouldn't. Yeah. He knows nothing about the Renaissance. He knows nothing about the Enlightenment. He 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 can't even read. Well, and he, he knew enough to set up his website. Um, we did, and actually... Relationsjumpers. Uh, dot org. Dot org. Dot UK. UK dot dot the letter or. or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. word, the letter or, not just or. The uh, word, the letter The word, or. the letter dot, the word, the letter or. See, <laughs> so you can't yeah. believe, you can't believe a that word out of his yeah, mouth. Yeah, And I have, I know all about Leonardo da Vinci. I watched Blood Diamond last night. So. <laughs> now, he thinks he's being funny now, but you will not make me laugh. <laughs> I, 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 all you need to laugh is take a look at the that that knife thing. Do you know what else comes out of it? What? Do you know what actually comes out of it is uh, a, a catapult from Dennis the Menace, which is totally not from that period. It's a at slingshot, all. you fool! Oh my God, you're embarrassing yourself on live on the radio. It it's says a slingshot. Dennis the Menace on it. You're just basically going through the the the, the bins and sticking on whatever you can. Yeah, There's very no, enterprising. Unlike whereas my Renaissance jumpers are actually accurate to the period. Well, you said they didn't have jumpers back then. No, but the jumper itself, but everything within it, oh, everything within yes, the jumper yes, is Renaissance-based. Yes, yes. And the jumpers are mad itchy, and nobody they're wants not, to buy them, thank not you. Itchy. But they definitely would have had uh, slingshots in the Middle Ages. So in the... No, but it's not. It's a Dennis the Menace-branded catapult. Okay. It literally came free with the Beano in 1998. Right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. take yeah. care of me things, okay? Okay, yeah, but, but that's, that's not authentic, though, Dominic. That's if it's from the Beano or whatever. Dave, I was just trying to make a few sad quid, okay? Yeah. And I hang on to me things. I keep me belongings in check. Yeah. I've painted it. I made a mould out of it. I've recast it many times. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Oh, that's okay. I mean, I'm not, it's 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 your business. Um, I could show you only it's, it's been bleeding, yeah, yeah. stroked. Yeah, Joe, you've no idea who these who might have taken the weapons. No, I can't imagine another human being wanting it. Never mind stealing it or, or buying it for that matter. Did you, did you tell the name of your website? No, I haven't got. I haven't gotten as far to, to yeah. plugging it yet, Joe. Yeah, I haven't. What is, what's your website, Dominic? Mousechainmail.ie. Oh well, that's. I mean, that's easy to remember. Um, do you Thanks. do you sell a lot of mouse chainmail? Would you believe I don't? Um, but I was oh. hoping that coming onto the air with you this morning might help. Um, help boost me sales and uh, help somebody find me prototype because yeah, well, loss without it. It certainly can't hurt. Um, you've gotten the name of the website out there now. Um, hopefully you will get some interest from this call. Um, I wish you well. I hope you can find your weapons. Could you, could you um, create a new mouse chainmail if, if you can't find the prototype? Dave, I don't think you realise just how long it has taken me to fashion. Yeah. This I've put my life's work into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. My marriage but is dissolved. Surely you my must, kids are gone. You must know how to recreate it. Like you were going to make more of them, right? Yeah, I was saving them for a three D printer. If I could just get a few quid together, right. I would be able to fashion another one. Well, Joe's got a few quid. He's doing great with the old jumpers. Uh, maybe he'd give you like a business loan. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I came on this show, Dave, to could three D print some jumpers. Uh, yes, I mean, look, uh, uh, that is a patented thing that I would have to go through. Uh, you know, I have a board of directors okay, on this website. It's complicated, you know, it's not okay. just for me. It's me, ma. Yeah, well, whatever. They're, they're still board directors. directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not in your board anyway. Yeah. I came here to extend an olive branch. I would be 
willing to go halves on a 3D printer. You what? A, a 3D printer. I would be willing to invest for a 45% stake in mousechainmail.ie. Okay. Joe, I'm suddenly turned into Dragon's Den now. Okay. What do you yeah. say to that, Linda? Oh, just Linda. Sorry. What do you say to what? that, Dominic? Dominic says, thank you so much, Joe. God, me heart. It's expanded. Okay. 45% right. though, of, of gross income I would need. Wait, I thought you wanted forty five percent of the company. You're putting no, the ideas income of the in company, head, yeah, yeah, all the good stuff, yeah, yeah, of the company, yeah. That's well, listen, I... maybe we could meet up, have a few scoops, and and talk this whole thing out. Yeah, yeah, you can iron out the uh, the finer details of the of the deal, but it sounds like you've got a deal uh, on the table, which is the important thing. And uh, I wish you both uh, the best of luck with your websites, uh, mousechainmail.ie and renaissancejumpers.org.uk dot or the letter or was that's, this? that's the letter or yeah yeah maybe yeah. you could throw in a jumper with the last supper on it or something for me oh yeah that'd be nice go yeah. on yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, guys uh, thank you so much for phoning it in As I'm sure you know, Phoning It In is just one of the many excellent podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another one you should definitely check out. Fad Camp is a comedy podcast about the ridiculousness of fad diets and diet culture, hosted by me, Grace Mulvey. And me, Connor Dowling. If you have a body of any kind, chances are you've crossed paths with at least one of the bizarre diet trends we cover in our show. And between me and Connor, we have done nearly every fad diet there is. Juice cleansing. Fasting. The potato diet. Which is actually a real diet, by the way, and we don't recommend it. So join us as we try to make sense of the madness that is diet culture. Find Fad Camp everywhere you get your podcasts and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Fad Camp Podcast. Do you like this podcast and want to support the show? If so, please tell some friends about it. Do a little tweet or an Insta story about us. If you can afford it, you can also support the show financially through Headstuff Plus. For a small monthly fee, you'll get access to a heap of bonus content from every single show on the network. That includes new bonus episodes of this show, which are released every other week. So please head on over to Headstuff Plus and sign up today. Have you ever heard of the Irish royal family? Huh? Well, my guest in the studio claims to be a direct descendant of Rory O'Connor, the last High King of Ireland, and as such, considers himself the rightful heir to the throne. Welcome to the show, His Royal Highness, King Pony O'Connor. Pony, or Your Royal Highness, I mean. Thanks very much, Dave. Um... Now, how is it that we've never heard of this Irish royal family before? This is news to me. Well, as you know, Dave, you know, we live in a country of begrudgers. And, yes, we um, do. I figure me being the king of Ireland and, of course, my family being the, the royal family of Ireland, we'd be subject to all sorts of begrudgery. So what we kind of do is we, uh, we play it very quiet. We roam our estates. Mm-hmm. We hunt our elks. Yeah. Which we, we still have within our estates. You might consider them to be an extinct animal, but we've managed to preserve them. Yeah. Elks, unicorns, dodos. Oh, wow, you got all those. We hunt them all every day. And uh, Sorry, where, where are these uh, estates? I can't, I can't tell you, Dave, right. but uh, what I will say is somewhere in Ireland, mm-hmm. somewhere in the south of Ireland, okay. and somewhere in the west of Cork. 
Right, okay. Well, that's, that has narrowed it down a little bit. Not as much as you think, Dave. No, it's still a big part of the country. Uh, so you've got an estate in West Cork. Yes. You, you hunt elk and unicorns and dodo. Um, why now then? Why are you coming forward now to go public? Well, to be honest, Dave, what we're trying to do really with the Irish royal family is kind of build a bit of a, a public profile. Because as you can see, uh, over in the UK at the moment, uh, the Queen is, quite frankly, on her last legs. Um, There's a couple of nonces roaming around. The rest of them are just generally ineffective. So what what, what we're planning, David, is we... No disrespect to any of the the British royal family. Well, well, I absolutely disrespect the, the British royal family, David. I think it's very important that I need to state this now so that when your your one pops her clogs and is on her way... We can kind of swoop in and, um, you know, basically invade, uh, invade the UK. Okay, all right. Okay, so this is um, that's a big deal. Uh, you're going to wait till Queen Elizabeth has died, and then you're going to invade. Now, we famously don't have a great army here. We were talking to uh, one of its uh, one of its members earlier. Um, well, I, what I what I would like to do is to uh, make a pledge to the Irish Armed Forces that we will grant them the use of one thousand elk. Oh, okay, yeah. To do what would eat a n- numerous deer. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, uh, many seven foot tall Irish wolfhounds. Seven foot tall. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so basically. Uh, any of those animals are at their disposal. And these are animals, of course, that people haven't seen in, in, in many years yeah, and yeah. would consider to be extinct. Yes. But what are they going to do with the animals? Like, how's that I, I, help I think they, they will literally ride them into, into Buckingham, battle. Buckingham Palace. Into Buckingham Palace. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Now, uh, do you think it might be a mistake, like, making these plans known in advance? You, you're going to give the, the enemy the chance to... Um, to ready themselves. Well, I, I I have, Dave, to be honest, I, I did a lot of research. My people did a lot of research and we discovered that um, the British Royal family don't actually listen to this show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But if somebody in the UK who's loyal to the state, to the royals, if they heard it, they might contact and, and let them know. I personally think, Dave, that they just wouldn't believe them. They'd be going, Irish royal family. Yeah, right. Where have they been all these years? <laughs> but that's where we'll get them, Dave. That's true, actually. I don't know if I would believe it if, if, if you weren't sitting here in studio with me with your resplendent in your crown and, and robes. Thank you, my loyal subject. Um, I, I have a, a caller on the line who wants to talk to you. His uh, name is Spuds McSorley. Um, Spuds claims that he's the true heir to the throne. How's that, Spuds? Hiya, Dave. Um, well, basically, uh, when, when my nanny was on her deathbed, um, yeah. she said to me that uh, there was a family seat with that uh, they had to they had to tell me, and uh, it turns out that uh, I am actually uh, the High King of Ireland. Right. So, uh, your 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 granny or your your mother um, had an affair with the king or something? Was it or the previous king? The previous king, yeah. Rory, uh, sorry, uh, Pony's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad, yeah. Right, so because you were the firstborn son, um, then that makes you uh, next in line. I am next in line, but they don't answer any emails from me. They don't answer any of the letters from me. Yeah. And I can't even get, uh, they send a call me. 
No calls, come on, Dave. Call me. I forgot about call me. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, look. Uh, do you have any proof to back this up, Spuds? I have a few photographs in the house. Okay. Um. Of Pony's dad and your mum. Yeah. Uh, okay. They went to Tremor and they were on the Walters. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, well, that's yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty damning evidence. Um, Pony, what do you say to this? Oh, Dave, this ordeal has been going on for years oh, with these oh, McSorleys. You're aware of Spud? I am. I'm aware of their claim on the throne. Okay, and I don't agree with it. Right, and and uh, as far as 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 Spud's mother goes, she was just a, a low down. Common well, druidess. Whoa, whoa, okay, yeah, yeah. With, 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 who was on a power trip. Yeah. Who manipulated my father with, with potions, with uh, waltzers, as, as has been mentioned, yeah. um, 99s, um, various trips. And. Uh, well, Tremor is a very romantic place. It's the most romantic place in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the town of lights. <laughs> yeah. But, so, but there, there is no that's proof. not denying that, that, that Spuds is the rightful heir, though. I mean, if she did seduce him with potions or whatever method she used, um, that would make Spuds uh, your, your, your half-brother and the rightful heir to the throne, I think. <laughs> Dave, uh, can, Spuds, can Spuds throw uh, a gay bulk or national spear thousands of miles across the country and have it strike a tree dead on? Yeah. <laughs> can you, Sp- Oh. Can you? Actually can. Can, can Spuds, can you can you take on an army of thousands of men all at once with only a slingshot to your name? I do it every day. Instagram live. You, every you, day. You put it up on Instagram, do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Spuds, it sounds like you are a talented warrior. Um, can I ask you if you, well, I suppose you, you claim you are, but as rightful heir to the throne... Would you also be looking to invade the UK uh, when when the Queen um, passes away? God rest her soul in advance. No, to be honest, Dave, um, I was just like a half an hour slot on the BBC every Saturday for me jokes. Okay, uh, on like the radio or the TV? TV, please. Okay. Uh, I don't want to do anything to the L one or our family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, I'd love to invade the BBC. Okay, but but not just invade it with your humor, not like yeah, kill anyone. Or no, I won't touch them. I yeah, won't. Yeah, I won't yeah. put my hands on them. Well, I that does seem like a less dangerous uh, route to take. Um, what do you think of that pony? Um, <laughs> what I think, Dave, is that this person is uh, is one of the aforementioned begrudgers I mentioned. You know. Um, the Irish royal family makes themselves known for the first time and then all these begrudgers and chanters come out of the woodwork looking for half-hour slots in the BBC. When I take over the BBC, it'll be wall-to-wall Angelus. I promise you that. Okay, yeah, that would go down well uh, this side of the water for sure because um, pe- people feel like there's not enough Angelus, you know. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, what, like, Dave. What, once a day? No, this would be. I would envisage the BBC would be just an Angelus. Oh yeah, no channel, uh, and various celebrities would of course come in and uh, did they do their bit of the Angelus? Yeah, it could be a Graham Norton here. Well, it's funny um, you should mention celebrities because um, Liam Neeson is on the line, um, and he he wants to pledge his support. Uh, hello, how's it going, uh, Liam? Uh, very exciting to have you on the show. I'm very excited to be on. Yeah, it's 
um, well done on the the Dairy Girls cameo. We all loved it. Oh yeah, thank you. It was, it was a good one. Yeah, quite like, <laughs> love that show. Um, so Liam, why did you feel like you had to come in and pledge your support to King Pony? Well, um, I suppose first and foremost, I'm a bit of a scholar of this neck of the woods myself, yeah. and uh, I've read up on it, and I, 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 I love Pony's family and his work, but. Right. Uh, I do insist that this is made official, and if there are any contenders for the actual true crown of Ireland, that it be made, uh, it, it, it be set in stone. And it states quite specifically, I don't know if you know this, Steve, no. that um, should there be a challenger to the throne in Ireland, particularly one that involves um, intimidation with waltzers, you know, there, there, there's quite specific uh, protocol for that. And there should be a duel to the death at dawn between uh, your two guests here. And I would like to referee that if that might be on the cards so. absolutely i th- can think of no better man uh liam neeson you know he's got a particular set of skills himself mm. um so yeah I, I i you know what before you came on that was what was it was there in the back of my head it's like how are we going to settle this thing obviously settle it the old-fashioned way uh duel to the death uh what, what did you say at dawn, dawn. Preferably, preferably or you know the you know we, we, we're flexible but uh, yeah no but dawn sounds yeah. kind of yeah dawn is quite has good a kind of it's quite good quality. for me we can make a doodle poll or something like that but i, I think yeah you know, no let's let's good. stick with dawn uh spuds you up for the challenge do you know what i'd love to and i'm gonna batter i'm gonna batter your man <laughs> Good stuff. I like yeah. that enthusiasm. No, you you haven't seen nothing yet, everyone. Okay. What a uh, preferred weapon of choice? I have this tiny little chain mail for a mouse. Oh, okay. Online. I'm going to use that and uh, then I'm going to use maybe a, a hurl. Uh, oh, there. That's very um, yeah, traditional. Uh, very... Listen, I will be prepared. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. Okay, great. Um, Pony, uh, what about? Are you happy to accept this challenge? One hundred percent. Oh, great! Dave. I yes, thought absolutely. I, I thought you might just dismiss this out of hand. Uh, no, it's how uh, all of our ancestors over the years have settled things. We'll, we'll find some random forge or uh, you know uh, some body of water, and we'll just absolutely take lumps out of each okay, other. Okay, and your weapons of choice? Uh, as I said, uh, the gay bulk, the Irish national spear. Yes, it, it's like a reg- regular spear, but you just you can throw it much farther. Yeah. And then when it hits your opponent, it, it, it spreads barbed wire oh. through their insides and they completely fall apart. And uh, on top of that, I will also have a, a chainmail vest. Uh, mouse-sized or...? Oh, uh, not at no, all. No, 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 this is, no. This is just one I, I got a loan from the, uh, from the British royal family. Oh, okay. So you you have been friendly with them in the past, have you? Uh, fr- friendly with uh, Prince Andrew. Yes, yes, yes. We've got uh, many common interests and many charitable causes over there. And he he lent me his because oh, he, he doesn't nice. need it anymore. Obviously, for yeah. Well, he's kind of um, he's been ostracized, uh, out of action. Yeah, he yeah, won't be yeah, yeah. won't Just be having any official duels. Okay, great, guys. So um, you're going to meet in the morning, uh, Spear versus Hurl. Um, this is very exciting, uh, Liam. Just to bring you back in on this. Um, when all is said and done, and the, the one true king uh, is left standing, will you support them either way? I mean, even if it's Spuds over here. I'm a man of honour, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think um, I will have a shillelagh on the day for my own protection, um, should things go south. Okay. But, um, 
Yes, I think it, it, it states very clear in the prophecy um, that whoever should win this battle will be entitled to full uh, rulership of Ireland and also a half an hour slot on BBC Three. Oh, right. So that's yeah. kind of guaranteed anyway. Oh, that's in there as well. Right. Yeah, so that yeah, would, that yeah. would suit Spuds. Uh, I wonder, yeah. this is all being prophesized? Oh, it's been prophesized, yeah. Right. Does it say anything about who the winner is likely oh, to be? No, no. That, that, it, that That's the second volume, which we will, we will now write. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I will. The, I will be taking on the authorship of the, so writing you, the second prophecy. You're writing the prophecy after the fact. Yeah, it's kind of a. It, it's a new thing we're trying. It's like a reverse yeah, engineered prophecy. prophecy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid we're out of time. Um, I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank Ali Fox, Fionn Foley, and John Morton. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Ali. Uh, yeah, I'm back into the swing of live stand up now, so I'll be in Lenahan's and Rathmines on the 15th of June. Amazing, uh, Fionn. No, no, nothing at the moment. <laughs> no worries, John. Not a single thing, Dave. Not a single thing. What about, uh, can people still watch Dead Still? Oh, people can still watch Dead Still. It's on the RTE player. Amazing. So, that, yeah, it can be watched there, I think. Written by one John Morton? Yes. Amazing. Brilliant. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you to the Head Stuff Podcast Network for having us and to Bobby Ahern for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Phoning it in. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.